Tanya for the 30th of Tishrei, but first a story. The Baal Shem Tov Simchas Torah was extremely joyous, and it was one of the highlights, as you can imagine, of going to the Baal Shem Tov for Tishrei, and one of the students of the Baal Shem Tov doesn't name who the particular student was, but maybe that's even the greatness of the story. The, one of the students' shoes fell apart in the middle of the dancing. And... He, he didn't have any more shoes. A lot of, the, a lot of these um, students of the Baal Shem Tov, even the extremely great ones, were extremely poor as well. And he was, he was so sad to be missing out on the dancing, but his shoes were entirely ruined. The Baal Shem Tov's daughter noticed that, that this chassid was standing on the side, sitting on the side, whatever it was. And she understood that it was because his shoes were broken. And so she went to the student. She told him, if you promise me that I'll have a son by next year... I'll bring you a new pair of shoes. And it shows you just how amazing the students of the Baal Shem, the people that, 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 that connected themselves with the Baal Shem, he promised her she ha- she'll have a son. And she got him a, 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 another pair of shoes. And that year, the Baal Shem Tov's grandson, Rebarach of Mezabush, was born that year. The incredible tzaddik. So, fantastic story of the Baal Shem Tov. The Tanya so far, we're in the middle of explaining the... We're in the middle of, of, of going to the defense of the Baal Shem Tov on a statement that people deem to be controversial. And the Alter Rebbe is systematically going through the, sta- through the statement, explaining that a hooligan, a, 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 a criminal who's trying to bother someone who's trying to pray or trying to learn, that the Shechina, and now again we'll discuss about whether investing and dwelling, etc., but the Shechina is somehow involved in this process, enabling this person to pester this Jewish person. Very contra- seemingly controversial statement. And the Altar mm-hmm. says, take a step back. What exactly is the Shechina? How does the Shechina work? Let's explain that all. And then with that understanding, you'll be able to understand the Washington statement is not controversial in the slightest. The Altar explained yesterday that the Shechina powers up, and the past few days, that the Shechina powers up all the worlds, and all the worlds are doing something different. And now, of course, the Shekhinah doesn't have duplicity. There's no, there's no multiplications of the Shekhinah. But from wherever you're looking, almost like imagine uh, uh, one single sun shining through many different windows that are all tinted with different colors. You won't say, well, there's a green sun and a red sun and a blue sun. You'll, of course, understand there's one sun. The way it's presenting itself through this window is in one color, and it doesn't really affect the sun in the slightest. To that end, the Alter is now going to explain today and tomorrow about how we see these ideas within ourselves. So if we want to understand Hashem's energy, let's understand the way Hashem's energy injects itself into ourselves, both in the, the positive and, and then also in the how Hashem powers up the negative energy that's also within us, or the non-positive energy, let's call it. Vihine. 30th of Tishrei. In the soul of a person, there is ten spheres. Three intellectual ones and seven emotional ones. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's break this down. Like we had in last week's part when Hashem created Adam, it says about that creation, Hashem created him first, and then Hashem blew a soul into him as part as step number two, and that soul came from deep within God. And seemingly, all of that should just be from deep within the resources of God. But the truth is, if you want to actually unpack exactly what happened, the soul that was injected into Adam and injected into every one of us 
afterwards, you know, when we're created, it has ten pieces. And the ten levels within our soul mirror the system with which God created the world. And that is so those ten levels that are in our soul also mirror the system with which God created the world. The first two, Chachman Bina, represent the mother and the father. And the the Avan Yira, the Midas, the seven levels, Chesed, Vort, Vers, Nesachad, Yisrael, represent the the sixth level, again, the Vav, the Zer Anpin, and they're the emotional spectrum within the person, but again, mirroring the system with which God created the world, which also has six system, six part system, let's call it, Chesek Vertres Nesachad Yisrael. The Koya Hadibash of Nasha, and now the ability for a person to speak, coming from his soul, comes also from God's system with which God created the world, and that ability to speak within the person is Malchus within the person's soul, and that represents God's Malchus, and that represents the Shechina, the Shechina energy we've been talking about, which pretty much the discussion of the entire letter 25. Now I'm now going to just finish off with one little note, just interesting on the on the topic of our ability to speak. And therefore, when a person speaks um, Torah, what are they doing? They're utilizing their godly soul in such a way that the in such a way that they're they're activating the the speech within their soul, which is the malchus of the soul. But that's connecting It's connecting to Hashem's level because the person is utilizing his godly soul to do speech and to learn Torah, for example. He's connecting the godly soul with what it mirrors godly energy but shechina godly energy for this reason and that's actually the reason why when it comes to certain mitzvahs shema and birchas hamazan and learning Torah it's not enough to think it you need to actually vocalize it why? because when a person vocalizes the Torah that they're learning or the or the, the davening that comes from the Torah of Krishna and and and, and um, but blessing after meals, if they want to activate the godly energy, they need to do the myths in such a way that they're going to activate it. How does a person do that? Through speech. Speech is our, let's call it our godly experience of our godly soul of Malchus and, and Shechina. And when we activate it, we learn Torah with our mouth and actually vocalize it. And we say um, benching and we actually vocalize it. Or say Shema and we actually vocalize it. We're activating this godly energy of the Shechina of Malchus. Now tomorrow the Alter is going to explain what about the flip side, the ten levels of the ten crowns as it's called of impurity. How does that work in regards to the the godly energy? Well, how is that all in effect? And of course, understanding that's going to be the key to understanding the behavior of a hooligan. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya Zalom Nesha Shalomai Yavachan Mishalom Rani Zalom Nizbuch Hazar Sotef Shulon Lebniyan Kamanyan Fush Lema Faraman Chamish B'Siyah Seba Tevon Nesham Mishara Kelov Hai Mishbar Chat Vayel Levitav Lema Vayel Levitav Vayel Nehinda Akorach Basalisa Bidal Kagodam Mishman Sarah Perez Mishman Chad Vayel Leia Mishman Esther And also Lila Nishmas Rani Salach Mishman Chas Simchas Fiba Shamiritz Vayelat And also for this complete success for the Jews in Israel for the soldiers that are going to the defense of the Jewish people and for the Jews all around the world Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Have a wonderful and very successful day